Hello, and welcome back to the Transformation Stories podcast. My name is Adia, and I'm the host of this series, a series created by the Adornment Stories Collective. Be sure to go to adornmentstories.com slash podcast to learn more. This week, I'm excited to have Juanita Moanga and Nelly DeVerlis on the show. In May of this year, we released a Mother's Day documentary in order to celebrate the diverse spectrum that is Black motherhood. And it was developed and edited and curated by Juanita and Nelly. And this project would not have been possible without them. So we're going to get to have a deep dive sort of conversation about the development of this project, what it was like to work together, what it was like to have this conversation uh, with Black mothers about the um, diverse spectrum that is motherhood, about the importance of mental health and mental wellness and why those conversations matter and why they're important. Now, this is the second to last episode of this sort of pilot season, if you will. Uh, So there's one more episode of the podcast after this. Uh, In the meantime, we want to make sure you guys are liking and rating the podcast, depending on where you are. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're sharing with your friends, more people who see and hear it, the more we know you guys are listening and you're interested in seeing more. So we hope you enjoy, but without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be here as well. Good, good. Why don't we start with some introductions? Um, You can tell everybody your name and, and kind of what you do. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I'll get started. Um, um, my name is Nellie DeVerlis. Um, I'm a current um, undergraduate um, undergrad student at Ryerson University studying um, film studies. Um, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm a student right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, my name is Juanita Mwanga. I am a recruitment, marketing, and communications professional. Um, graduate of Ryerson, what, what? Um, <laughs> I'm uh, very excited to also say that I was a part of the Adornment Stories recruitment, um, or sorry, cycle last year. Mm-hmm, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Right, great, thank you so much. And Ryerson all around in here, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to dive right in. So the both of you got t- uh, to work on the Mother's Day documentary that Adornment Stories put out earlier this year, back in May for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get to talk about that and um, I guess like just dive into ourselves in general. So maybe you can just start letting people know um, what was sort of your role in the development of that documentary? Oh, I <laughs> You know, yeah, maybe oh, I, sorry. <laughs> sorry, this is my first time having, having two people on. So yeah, uh, no maybe I'll, I'll, I'll direct some names just so it's a little less. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're learning as we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, Juanita, you can go first. Okay, cool. Um, so my role on the project was really to do everything from the very beginning of selecting candidates that I think would be really great, um, ensuring that we're having an open space for dialogue to happen uh, drafting the questions up with with Nelly, which was awesome, and then um, recording it and coming into spaces with folks virtually because of COVID, um, and a 
allowing for, for them to feel comfortable, but also knowing that you're asking really vulnerable questions. So checking in with them and then afterwards following up with them. So it was a really interesting way of navigating it with COVID. I know that we had such amazing ideas of like bringing them into our studio or going into their homes. Uh, but because of COVID, we kind of had to think fast and uh, thankfully, the project turned out very beautifully, and the women who were so vulnerable and candid um, provided an amazing outlook on what it is to be a Black mother, um, not only living in Toronto, but also living in like places like South Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And what about you, Melanie? So, um, as Juanita mentioned, I was also a part of the process of, you know, drafting questions I also looked into possible people that we could interview Um, and my role mainly was um, to edit so I was working mostly in post-production so I essentially put the footage together Um, I yeah I I edited the footage to make it look um, seamless Um, and again yeah because of COVID we didn't get the chance to film in person Um, we had drafted all these plans for like lighting and stuff Um, but um, of course that had to be halted so we um, worked virtually, which ended up being really, like, I really liked the way it was done virtually, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, that was, that was essentially my role. Okay, cool, cool. And what was it like to collaborate on this project together? Sort of, because I don't, I don't know if you, you've worked together in the past, I, I don't believe so. So what was, um, what was the creative, creative process like, um, sort of getting to know each other, collaborating on this project, getting a feel for for each of for each other what was that sort of process like well what helped for me was the fact that Juanita actually um had worked with um my sister in the past (laughs) before (laughs) in an other space um so I got a feel of um her character and um her her process through you know the mouth of my sister just her telling me what her uh what she focuses on in her process in her process um, but, um, personally, I really did enjoy, um, it was li- really rewarding getting to witness Juanita in all her journalist glory, you know, <laughs> watching her conduct the interviews and, you know, draft questions was, it was, it was like a mentee watching her mentor. Like it was really like, it was really, really rewarding to see. And honestly, I really do hope that we get to work together again. Cause it was really amazing. Oh, my heart right now. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, wow. Well, again, like I'm like so flabbergasted. That's such a nice thing to say. Thank you so much. Um, and I, no. I had I had the pleasure of working with you, and and I love the fact that you're so creative. Um, we really took it from the very beginning stages all the way to the end product, and the editing was seamless and just really well done, um, especially with the curveball that we had of doing everything virtually. I feel like the audio was on point, the layout was on point, the way that you were able to really just get all points and perspectives of everybody's um, viewpoints on the questions and, and allowing them to, to kind of mesh together was really well done. Um, yeah, I, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just so, so honored to also work with you as well. Shout out to your sister, Pascal. I had no idea that you're getting the inside scoop from, <laughs> from working with me from your sister. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was, when, I, when I had learned that you guys had worked together in the past, I'm just like, okay, so like, what are some things that, you know, like I should be mindful of, you know, like what, what does she like to do? And so one thing that she said, she's like, she is very patient 
patient person. And that's something I, that is, I've witnessed. You are a very, very patient person. And I'm really glad that I got to witness that. Um, so more so just like, you are very much somebody that likes to focus on communication. So like letting you know what's up is what um, I found that was one of our strengths um, when we were communicating with each other. So um, yeah, I liked how, in, like, how tight we were with communication with each other. But yeah, it was an amazing experience. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I would agree. Our communication was very good. We, we really checked in a lot, which was important just because we weren't seeing each other in person. Um, mm -hmm. But we did. We checked in very often. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> That's so great. I'm, now I'm, cu I'm curious. Like, it's great. It's great that we're getting this, getting to know each other even on that level. <laughs> 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 um, how was creating this sort of different from um, other projects or things that you've worked on? Obviously, in, in considering uh, COVID-19 as well, um, you had to sort of redirect some of that vision and, and figuring out how to execute that. So, so what was sort of different in that process and what was sort of different in comparison to sort of other things you might have worked on and in general and, and also just navigating those, those changes? Um, for me, personally, I think that, well, the idea of making a documentary itself is, it seems a little foreign to me, um, considering the fact that I'm still in, like, the preliminary stages of, like, my, um, within my career goals, um, I've only really ever done fictional work, so, um, and nothing really that relates to Black experiences, it's more so just, like, uh, fictional stories that are told to just be, that, things that I just do for projects <laughs> at school, right. essentially. Um, so this was actually, I think, one of, if not the first real profound, like the most raw story I've done. Um, I really, I, yeah, what stood out to me was the fact that this is a story that I've, I've never even really heard of before. Nobody ever really talks about Black motherhood in depth as much as we did um, during this documentary. So, um, yeah, I guess just like the realness of it, the authenticity of it was what was foreign to me. And I really, that's what made it um, all the more rewarding. Yeah. I would say for me, I've done uh, a few different docu-series, um, specifically within like international development. And I also feel like with YouTube doing like, have you tried this or um, almost like personal approaches to to different ways of of engaging with with products really that are sold in in various different stores but this one was very um centered to the core experience of being black and i've never had that perspective put into play in every single question um and allowing for that vulnerability to to transpire on film was not only fascinating but also um, incredibly, incredibly moving. Um, and having BLM movement happen right now for its second wave, um, but it being embraced by so many in Toronto was um, very interesting. And at the time, um, I mean, of course, there's Brianna Taylor, there's just so many Black bodies that were dying um, on our mobile devices. Mm -hmm. And all of these women were we're highlighting that in their questions. Um, and so I think having Black love, Black beauty, Black motherhood, 
the black femme experience um, being highlighted in every single question was incredibly moving. It was a humbling experience to say the least. Um, mm. And it was also like very rewarding to have these women say like, wow, I've never been asked that before. Um, and to walk in their shoes for that hour long interview process. Um, obviously it was chopped up to being very small um, with the final product, but sitting with them, there were times where I like was moved to tears with some of their answers just because um, you're really going into their lived experience. Um, and it's hard to like move on to the next question right after that. Um, so taking the time and space to like check in um, was really humbling for me. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And, and was it, was it challenging? Did you feel like you had to, was it difficult to sort of direct them as far as like lighting and sound and, and getting the sort of and capturing sort of the images and, and the story that you want remotely? Like what, how was that sort of different? I think the, the fact that all of these women um, have had experience with um, being a creative in some way, form, shape, they all really took initiative and ensured their lighting was on point. They checked in with me and said, "Was is my audio good? And that was cool too. And some of them even made sure that their backdrop was really funky. So allowing for them to be um, not only vulnerable with what they were saying, but also uh, allowing them to be creative in what their backdrop was, was like very evident. I think the only one that was not, um, or I guess a little bit difficult was um, uh, Shade's mother who was in South Africa. There wasn't a backdrop for her at all. It was actually like no visuals, it was just audio. Um, but her words were so powerful that I felt like there wasn't anything to overcompensate for it. It was just very seamless. Um, her story is just so unique. I really love Shade's mother. So yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, oh, and I love since hers. interviewing them, like I, I've actually checked in with Shade like twice, and I was like, "How's your mom?" Like, just so good. Like, I loved, I loved. <laughs> Honestly, that's amazing. That's great. Especially, it's especially good to hear um, this sort of behind the scenes of that process because it's true. Everything gets shortened down to this smaller clip, but it's good to hear how that the actual process and how in depth um, it takes to even get the that small that small mm -hmm. that space mm -hmm. so what was your your favorite part of the the process um I would say okay like it was it was really hard <laughs> it was really hard to narrow it down but I think one of the parts that stood out to me the most was actually my first feedback meeting with Tanya I came into this feeling very you know uneasy because I was I was like this is my first experience editing professionally um, so I'm like, Ooh, I was afraid of it, like, you know, like not being put to standard me, you know, um, not properly, not probably using the interviews, like the, the voices of the people that were interviewed and like not, um, illustrating their stories as well as it could be. But I found that, um, my, my meeting with Tanya was very, very nourishing in the ways that you know, she helped, she helped me stand my ground in like, you know, being like, hey, this is what you're doing is good. You know, <laughs> you're, this is really, really great. But also allowing me the opportunity to learn about, 
what to focus on, you know, which stories or which parts of the stories to focus on, which parts of the story to shed light on. Um, and it was through her that I found, you know, like there's some parts, even like in some interviews that I'm like, I kind of, I, I, not to say that I miss, but more so I didn't pay as close attention to that if it wasn't for Tanya, I would, it wouldn't have been in the, the documentary at all. And I, I just think, yeah, that was probably the most, the most eye-opening part for me. Um, yeah, one of many, one of many, but I'll, I'll name that one. I think for me, I loved all of it. Like there was just um, so much of it that allowed for, for me to really focus on my strengths um, and for me to get something out of it. Um, and also to collaborate with such amazing, strong black women. Everyone on the team was, was black and uh, identified as femme. So I feel like that allowed for, for me to not have that extra layer of like, what are they expecting from me? And, and some of the microaggression that comes with working with folks who aren't always of color, you know? So I feel like having that was, was awesome because it allowed for me to just focus on my own strengths and to focus on like telling the stories in a way that wasn't skewed or trying to pull and tokenize. Um, I felt like it was very genuine. So the interview process in itself is probably the top of the top when I think of it, but I did enjoy every aspect. Um, I'm not the best when it comes to editing. I can do it, but it's not like my favorite part. So it was great to have Nellie like take the reins on that because that is her strength. Um, so overall, I feel like it was really, it was great. Everything was really good. I enjoyed it. Amazing. So what kind of, what kind of projects would you want to work on in the future? Would you want to do something similar to this or is there like a specific avenue that you get excited about? Um, trying. Um, you know, Nellie, I know you talked about doing a lot of fiction. Um, do you feel like you dive into documentaries again, or is there like a portion of fiction that you're excited about? Or Oh, definitely. I would definitely, I, I've also, I've always been interested in documentaries, but like this kind of like, like reaffirmed it. Like this is an avenue that I see myself diving a lot deeper in. Um, just essentially just like I, I find a keen interest in like diving deeper and cultivating stories that help nourish and shed light on black narratives. Um, so it's like, even if it's about talking about, you know, black youth or um, just, yeah, anything that center black experiences and black narratives, I'm all for. Absolutely. Okay. And what about you, Juanita? I, I, I hear you um, saying that you really enjoyed the interview process and a lot of, and just the whole ride. So is there something, is this something you'd want to sort of work on in the future? Or do you have ideas of things that you're doing in the future? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think I'm very passionate and, and experienced in multimedia communication. And I have a strong interest in projects that push community development um, and also strengthening strategic partnerships with clients and stakeholders. I would also say that like, I'm really fully committed to designing and developing innovative web-based web marketing materials um, that really speak to storytelling about real people with real issues. And um, I feel like sometimes in mainstream media, that's not captured. It's very like, trendy it's very tagline it's very like soundbite and it really pushes a narrative that isn't always representative of of what it is to be black in 2020 um so anything that really speaks to that i'm game mm -hmm. 
Oh gosh, thank you guys so much for this conversation. Uh, I just want to give everybody a chance to know where, um, where they can reach you. So um, I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, Juanita, um, where can people find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, my name is Juanita Mwanga. That's spelled J-U-A-N-I-T-A, last name M-U-W-A-N-G-A. Um, that's also my email address at gmail.com. Um, you can also reach me on Instagram at NiceGirlNita. Um, I'd love to connect with you. Okay. And Nelly? Um, mine's simple. I'm, <laughs> I'm just uh, NellyDeVerlis at gmail.com. So that's N-E-L-I-E-D-I-V-E-R-L-U-S at gmail.com. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. Um, so it's NDeVerlis. So same spelling. Um, my Instagram is not currently active, but when it is active, it's just Nelly DeBerlis. Great. Thank you. And I'll make sure to link that um, in the show notes for folks who want to, to find you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun to hear about the, the behind the scenes because I've been curious. Like I've known about the project and I've obviously got to see the beautiful final results. Um, and I saw some of the, you know, edited processes, um, but I was, I was very, very much in the background. So um, it was great to talk to you and, and get to hear those, those behind the scenes details and hopefully people are enjoying this as well. Um, and I'll, I'll be sure to link the, the final video um, in case anybody has not, has yet to see it because it's. Yes, it was, it was nice speaking with you, Adia. I don't think I've ever got to speak with you during this process. So like, this was really nice to, to have this discussion with you and also meet up with Juanita again. It was nice speaking to you, girl. Yeah, it was great chatting with both of you. And thank you so much for like doing the follow up. It's cool to like be reflective of it now that it's completely done and has mm -hmm. been, you know, uncovered to, to the world to view. Please watch the video if you haven't. It's amazing. Definitely, definitely. Important. Profound. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much for coming. So we'll leave it there. And we'll have to, we'll see if we can uh, have you guys back for, um, either together at a different point um we'll just see how, how things pan out as people uh people have to listen in and and subscribe um yes yeah. definitely thank you so <laughs> much <Adia. laughs> all right bye all right that concludes our time thank you so much for joining us be sure to follow adornment stories on instagram and facebook at adornment.stories and head over to adornmentstories.com slash podcast for more details about the podcast we will see you next week Thank you so much. Bye.